You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you a diehard comic book collector? Or maybe a lapsed fan? Maybe even someone who has never picked up a comic book in their life. Hi, I'm Remso Martinez. And I'm Mark Clare. Every single Wednesday at the Second Print Comics Podcast, Remzo and I take a deep dive into the storylines, character arcs, moments, and events that made us the fans we are today. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else podcasts are available. Check out more from the Second Print Comics podcast at secondprintcomics.com. Prepare yourself. You're on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. So my fiance was in town for about a week, and the two of us decided, you know, we're going to go out, and we're just going to go ahead and have a whole lot of fun. I think I've done more driving across the state, or, or really just more long-distance driving in general the last uh, week and a half than I have in, in a pretty long time, too. And I, I usually like to get out at least on Saturdays to go do something, I mean... Uh, for me, being here in the Midwest, being in Wisconsin, there's just so much to do. I know a lot of people are thinking, Wisconsin, the Midwest, is there much to do? Yes, there is a lot to do. And if you've been following me on Instagram, at HeyRemso, um, you know, you've been seeing all the weird, cool, and quirky places I've been visiting. But anyway, we went to the World's Fair, not just one day, but we went twice. We went two days in a row. We went last Thursday to go see Fluffy. You may know him also as Gabriel Iglesias, one of the funniest comedians um, on on God's Green Earth. And then, you know, we, we were going to go visit this Italian restaurant downtown, but, you know, I got home from work on a Friday, and we were like, do we really want to go into town? Do we want to do something else? And then we both, we both just looked at each other, and we were like, you know... Let's just go to the World's Fair. I'm sorry, the the State Fair. No, the World's Fair would be cool. Um, I, don't, I don't know. If, is that, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Anyway, we went back to the Wisconsin State Fair. And I know what you're probably thinking. It's just like a fair. No, the Wisconsin State Fair is like your local fair, but on crack. Uh, they had eight different bands performing. They had little like beer garden venues. They had so much stuff. And one of the things that really caught my eye there was the food. Now, f- fair food, let's really think about it. Like fried Oreos, fried pickles, 
stuff like that. Um, you know, they, they of course had that, but they had other stuff too. Now in Wisconsin, Friday fish fries are a thing. It's where you just fry up a bunch of cod or some haddock or whatever, and you serve it with a bunch of other stuff, and it's just delicious. Well, I had I had like a Friday uh, Friday fish fry meal they called it, but it was basically like a cod egg roll with a whole bunch of like lettuce and other stuff stuffed inside of it. So think of like an egg roll, but the egg roll itself is the fish. And everything else is just shoved in that you would typically have with your fish fry meal. And it was, it was fantastic. And right before that, my fiance and I had uh, these, these like foot long hot dogs. She got a macaroni and cheese hot dog. And I just got a giant sauerkraut uh, covered hot dog. And that was awesome. Uh, before that, we went ahead and tried the giant cream puffs, which are, a, a, I guess, a big thing here. And I, I'll be quite honest. I don't know if I'm committing a sin by saying this, but... They were they were basic. I mean, they were they were just regular cream puffs. I I don't know why I paid nine dollars for them. They were just all right. But you see, it doesn't need to taste great when you're just drinking the entire time. And uh, I, I don't do a lot of like public drinking, but I I drink I drink a lot. Um, at one point, they also had this one stand. Now they they've got this thing called the Forkies. The Forkies is like their big contest for who has the best food at the Wisconsin State Fair. And I guess the, I don't know, they were like the, one of the guys that placed. They, they weren't first, but they had giant Sporky sign in front of them. So I think they were a finalist. But anyway, this one stand was selling literally chicken in a waffle on a stick. Now, homeboy here, I love chicken and waffles. It's probably my favorite breakfast food ever because... You've got the nice fried, light nature of the chicken, and you pair that up with a nice, golden, crispy waffle. You just pour a whole bunch of, uh, like, I, I always went for blueberry soup. You get some blueberry syrup on there, and then you get a little bit on your chicken because it's kind of naughty, but it's just so good. And then while you're at it, you know, you got a whole serving of, um, of honey mustard there. And, you know, if you're if you're living life on the edge like me, Take a bite of your waffle, take a bite of your chicken at the same time, but right before you do that, dunk both of them in the honey mustard, and it's just so good. These guys went a step further. So the chicken was inside a waffle, so it was all wrapped. So the waffle was wrapped around it. It was like a chicken waffle corn dog. That's the best way I can describe it. And what they suggested was get some of the maple syrup and then get some buffalo wing sauce on there. And I'm like, oh, can can these two things go together? Like, is it, is it going to cause like a seismic shift in the universe? And they're like, just try it. Just do your, just do it, man. Just do it. And I kid you not. I'm a, I'm a different man after eating that. It was just so, so good. And, um, all that to say, I'm I'm loving life here in Wisconsin. I I really am. I have had so much fun. A bunch of my friends, the Degenerate Panel, was here for Fourth of July weekend, and we went ahead and did a bunch of stuff. We we did brewery tours. We went to Sprecher Fest. Uh, we saw probably one of the coolest Fourth of July fireworks shows I've ever seen in my life, and I'm not exaggerating. I used to see the 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 fireworks shows in the Capitol in D.C. Like one time I watched them from the Pentagon one time. And um, 
you know, it's just, it, it, it's been an absolutely great time. And adjusting here with, uh, with not really knowing anyone here at all, with, uh, you know, leaving my family and my fiance behind, my friends, starting a brand new job, especially after everything that's happened the past year, uh, I'm, I'm more than lucky. I'm absolutely blessed. And I want to tell you, I have, I have something to talk about, but I, I really don't. Um, earlier last week, and what you'll hear later is this week, is that I've put in two kind of filler episodes to kind of promote some of my other projects. Last week, I went ahead and aired a monologue from, uh, from my other show, the Psycho Print Comics Podcast. Usually Mark and I uh, do episodes together, but one time he was like, you know, you go ahead and take the reins for an episode. So I did, and I, I kind of liked it. So I thought, you know, if uh, if you're more comfortable with how I do things here, you might like that because we don't do it all the time. It's a very rare occasion that I host an episode of Second Print Comics myself, but I did. And later this week, you're going to hear uh, an episode from the show I produce and host for the Badger Institute called Free Exchange, where I interviewed one of our Diggings contributors. Diggings is, a, is our uh, in-house magazine that we uh, published. It's Wisconsin's only conservative magazine. Uh, we went ahead and talked about who really the victims of COVID were in the state of Wisconsin. And if you're not in the state of Wisconsin, you still need to hear this because his findings might tell you a little something or two about your state and the process. So I, I did that because I'm just – I'm running around a lot. I'm traveling a lot more, which is great. I was in Indiana last month. I'm going back to Virginia um, to – well, by the time you're listening to this, I'll be back. I'm going to Awesome Con in D.C. with my brother and my father, so I'm flying down for a weekend for that. This upcoming weekend, I'm going to be in Florida for about a week going to the State Policy Network annual conference in Orlando, Florida for work. And then the week after that, I'll be traveling back to Virginia to uh, take care of some wedding-related stuff with my fiancé. So in between all that, um, you know, not, not, to, not to boast because everyone has work to do, but I kind of want to give you guys an insight as to what I actually do on the weekends, during the week, what, what I do outside of work because I think a lot of people – think two things. They either think that I'm I'm either like incredibly wealthy with all the shit I'm putting out or that I, you know, I'm just a loser kid and I'm just putting all this stuff out because I have no other hobbies. Uh, to be a content creator, especially if the mid-level success that I've had, it, it requires aligning two things, your passions and your talents. And creating content about the topics that I care about has been able to really get me to the point where I've aligned it with my career. Because I really do genuinely love my job at the Badger Institute as the digital marketing manager. It's one of the few positions where they really just kind of give me free reign to do what I want as long as I'm accomplishing the goals of the organization. And I get to do a lot of things that you know promote the organization, promote myself, help genuinely impact the lives of the taxpayers and residents of Wisconsin. And, you know, I, I feel like it's natural. It's fun. Not a lot of people get to say that they're paid to have fun. I, I do really love that. And, um, you know, it's one of those opportunities where everything I kind of do kind of, you know, pings, ping pongs off each other. I write newsletters for work. I do videos. I do graphics. I do social media. I do all that stuff. Then I basically, you know, I, I go to work and do that. Then I come home, uh, you know, th those days where I'm in the office. I'm lucky where I get kind of like a hybrid work model. I got very flexible, uh, you know, work, work from home, work from the office uh, kind of arrangement. Uh, 
uh, depending on certain circumstances and stuff we're working on. I, there's a bunch of stuff I have to do in the office, so it's just more convenient for me to do stuff from the office. And then there are other days where usually one or two days I work from home because of you know stuff that would be best you know without any distractions. So I, I go to work, I come home. Usually what I have to do is I try and write and draft um, two to three weeks worth of newsletters. You, you, get, you probably get my newsletter two or three times a week. Uh, those are all written usually a few weeks in advance. I try and go with evergreen topics or topics I feel need more attention. So I write those and um, those have my recommended reading stories that I, you know, that I personally read throughout the week I think might be of importance to you. Uh, usually maybe a little fun little story or a big headline that I think is worth talking about or maybe just recapping an episode of the show. Then I've got my affiliate links now. Some of you have wondered, are people uh, are, are like Weeble and Coinbase paying me to uh, feature them so much in my newsletter? No, those are just affiliate links. But those are two links that if you've been reading my newsletters or been listening to episodes of the show or catching me elsewhere, you understand that I'm – a uh, big supporter of both those companies. So I think, you know, you need to get into crypto. Where's the best place? I think it's Coinbase. Uh, you want to start investing a little bit, you know, taking more control over your investing habits and everything else, go to Weeble, which is a great platform. And those are two I advocate for on the show because financial freedom, the ability to control your money and control your treasure and, you know, develop passive income and all that type of stuff. It's what we talk about all the time. So those are affiliate links where when you sign up and go through the process, you get something for free for joining. And I also get something for free for referring you. So I, I draft those up and those usually take me a couple of hours. And it, it was really kind of a balancing act between what is just kind of news fodder for stuff I think I know you'll be interested in. What's the stuff I'm really hoping that I can push to really benefit myself, hoping that, you know, because it's not a hot button issue or something, you'll take the time to, you know, take a moment of interest and, you know, maybe give me a download or something else. So I work on those newsletters. Those newsletters are really fun because I haven't been writing op-eds in a while. I don't write articles anymore. I'm not a columnist, but uh, this gives me an excuse to kind of play news aggregate, play, you know, a little reporter, play a little website digger. And uh, what's funny is my, my newsletter is pretty sizable, so my email list uh, gets sent out to thousands of people, and I actually get more uh, reads here than I did at some of the other places where I was paid to write for, so I think it's kind of funny. So it's very rewarding. I, I enjoy uh, copywriting. So I get my newsletters done. Uh, I've got some newsletter clients where I write and schedule and manage their newsletters, so that's a few hours a week. Um, I've got uh, a big celebrity client. He usually involves about two or three hours for his stuff. You know, I, I make, I have to make sure I'm paying attention to what's on his social media and what's on his show. So that way I can go ahead and help him collect all the stuff he needs to go ahead and put out a good newsletter three times a week, picked up a new client who I'm going to be doing that for as well. And then I also, um, you know, produce uh, a podcast for a very good friend of mine, Kelly Vallejos, she hosts a show, as I've mentioned in the past, called Crashing the War Party. It's with Daniel Larison and Barbara Boland, where they discuss national security, uh, defense, foreign policy, all the stuff the swamp doesn't want you to do. And what, what Kelly does is she sends me her audio. I go ahead and uh, edit everything together, make it sound perfect. Then I get set up in their feed, schedule it, draft the newsletter, 
and then ship it on its merry way. That takes uh, a couple hours, but it's it, it's really one of the easier things I have to do because I'm mainly just putting everything together. So then what I have is I've got episodes of On the Run that I try and record. So because I put out so many episodes a month, I put out two, four, six, eight episodes a month, um, because this is not a news headline chasing show, because the content is a bit more evergreen, I can space it out. I try and record an entire month's uh, batch of on-the-run episodes early in the month. I work with my publicist, and what we do is we do a little bit of research, see what people want to talk about. Uh, we reach out to guests. She schedules them, and then we go ahead and record the interviews, and then we schedule them out and make sure that we can work on the next months because, uh, you know, we we go through a lot of things. Things change. Sometimes I do a bunch of monologues. Sometimes I have a bunch of guests. But because everyone has different schedules and everything else, and because of time zone differences and everything else, um, you know, I need to make sure that I've got enough people so that you've got a full week of episodes every Monday and Thursday. They're going to be worth your time. So that. You know, that that really kind of takes place within about a week. And then the rest of the month is getting ready for all the promotion and other stuff, as well as going on other shows. I'm I'm usually on like The System is Down, The World According to Ben Stein, the No Gimmicks podcast. Uh, a lot of you have been enjoying me over at the Chris Bangle show. I've really enjoyed being on Chris's show. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of work for this show specifically, but I'm very flexible that because it's me, because I have support of the We Are Libertarians Network, I can kind of get by with that. Second Print Comics is a lot more of my like work intense heavy stuff because what we have to do is we need to keep up the website, we need to record our episodes, and an episode of Second Print Comics can go anywhere from an hour and fifteen minutes to two hours sometimes. And that requires a lot more work because most of the time Mark and I are going back and we're having to give a digest version of uh, story arcs. So because Mark also has lines of liberty, um, you know, his show has to usually be more frequent um, because he, he covers a lot more current events and he's doing debates and stuff now. So Second Brick Comics, usually uh, we re- record one episode a week. Uh, a few days before. So we're trying to get ahead on that type of stuff because we want to focus on more of our Patreon content, which is is awesome. And that brings me to my next thing. So after I go ahead and take about uh, you know one to two hours a week to record an episode of Second Per Comics with Mark, I go ahead and I work on the bonus content for the Second Per Comics Patreon at patreon.com slash secondprintpod. Over there every week, I do a 10, 15-minute uh, Remso Rants talking about something crazy going on in the comic book or movie industry uh, regarding superheroes, comic adaptations, all that stuff. I go ahead and Mark and I alternate between uh, different Marvel Disney Plus series like Loki, The Falcon of the Winter Soldier, WandaVision. So recently we, we wrapped up Loki and for that one because everyone was moving around and everything else – uh, Mark and I worked with uh, Caleb Franz from Profiles of Liberty that you listen to here on the We Are Libertarians Network, our friend Dan Smots, and we all took turns taking over an episode recap of Loki. But before that, uh, Caleb Franz and I did recaps for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and before that, Mark and Dan Smots from The System of Down. Uh, uh, the System is Down. 
the system is down. I'm sorry, Dan, if you're listening to this. I'm, I'm tired. I've been drinking two glasses of wine so far. And it's a bullshit episode, so you, you'll have to excuse me. But anyway, uh, Mark and Dan did recaps of WandaVision. So we, we make sure that we always get those recaps out. They're usually 30 minutes to an hour. Right now, Caleb and I are coming back every week, and we're doing recaps of the new Marvel What If series. So Second Print Comics can take anywhere between two to four hours a week, depending on what we're doing. And, and Mark also uh, does episodes. He does... Tales from the Fuck It Pile. He does Clear Continues. Um, so we've we've got the main show for Second Print Comics that comes out every Wednesday. And then we've got just tons and tons of bonus content over on our Patreon. So all in all, between everything I need to do for On The Run, everything I need, need to do for my newsletters, everything I need to do for my uh, clients that I'm a copywriter for, everything I need to do for Second Print Comics... That adds on an extra 10 to 15 hours a week, typically. And, um, you know, that that's not to say, oh, woe is me, I work so much. It really, you know, it, it really provides me a lot of fun. And sometimes it's frustrating, but ultimately I'm seeing everything compounding. And, um, you know, 2020 was a, was a trial year for, for everybody. But for me, what it did was it made me more disciplined and it showed me that in a world where a lot of people are going to stick a finger in your face and tell you what to do, uh, you have the option of saying no and going forth and doing what you want to do regardless. The fact that I have, um, you know, income from multiple different streams, a majority of which are creative, soft skills, and that type of stuff is is absolutely mind-blowing. I'm incredibly lucky. No, I don't have a blue check mark. No, I don't have a million YouTube subscribers, but I'm an incredibly blessed person and everything I'm doing matters and it grows and I've been provided opportunities that many people uh, only dream about and it's it's absolutely fantastic. And I, I really do want to thank you because you all, especially those of you that have been listening to On The Run from the beginning, um, you, you've been there when I've been going through really great times and really tough times. And right now I'm just burned out because there's a lot of stuff outside of my control that um, you know is, is taking time away from me, is taking money away from me, is, is taking my, my concentration away from me. And at the end of the day, the only thing I can control is ultimately myself. You know, I was um, I was sitting with my fiance the day after we went to the world to the, not the world's fair, the Wisconsin State Fair uh, for the second time, and we actually drove two hours north to a town called Seymour. Now, you probably remember if you follow me on Instagram, Seymour is the birthplace of the hamburger. Yes, that's right. The hamburger was born in Wisconsin. And for a few days a year, uh, the town of Seymour puts on the world's largest hamburger festival. And remember, Seymour is only like 3,100 people. It's a small-ass town in the middle of Wisconsin. Uh, But Travel Channel has been there. Food Network was actually there filming when we were there. And uh, honestly, it was just a good old time, especially with everything going on right now. I mean, people just went out and had just a ton of fun, and it just felt normal. But um, at one point, we we got our cheeseburgers, and we were eating, and we were sitting down next to the giant statue of Cheeseburger Charlie. Charlie was the guy who, at the Chicago World's Fair, 
first created the hamburger when he took a meatball and basically smushed it together, put two slices of bread on either side and said it's a hamburger. So we were we were sitting next to the statue of Charlie, and you can go see the statue of Charlie on my uh, on my Instagram. That was the first time I went there last month to go check it out. Uh, you know, crossed off my travel bucket list. And we were sitting down. He had a lot of people just kind of like swarming it. She's like, you know, I really want to get a photo of us in front of Charlie. And I'm, you know, I, I grabbed her hand. I looked at her. I'm like, well, don't be upset. Some moments are just for us. Those are the ones that matter the most to me. The ones that we don't have to share with the world. And um, you know, I do a lot of travel photography and stuff like that. Uh, I always want to go out and have a new adventure on the weekend. But you know, some of the best moments that I remember are the ones that I don't talk about on the show, or the ones that I don't share on social media. They're the moments that just belong to either me as an individual, or ones I get to just share with my friends, or you know, with the woman I love, and. It's those moments where it's like I get out and I do something that's not tied to work, that's not tied to anything I do. I, I look at this and it's like I don't always have to make a dime off of this. And it's those moments where I think, especially for content creators, we see everything as an opportunity and we see everything uh, through the lens of opportunity cost. And I think sometimes you just need to go out and put up the wall between productivity and joy and understand, yeah, you, you might find joy through productivity. I certainly, you know, have that. I'm definitely the definition of a workaholic. But at the same time, it's like you have to understand when you're when you're burned out, you're not gonna put out anything that's quality. And just because you can doesn't mean you always should. So there were a lot of things from that, you know, hamburger festival I wanted to take photos of. I wanted to do a vlog. I thought about doing an episode, but you know, some things are just for me, and that's and that's perfectly okay. And sometimes I need to remind myself of that, especially with the fact that I share so much of my life with you guys, and I host this show twice a week. I host Second Brick Comics every Wednesday on top of all the Patreon uh, episodes we do. I host episodes of Free Exchange with the Badger Institute every other week. I go ahead and I produce a show um, uh, for for Kelly Vallejos and her humble cohorts for Crashing the War Party. And I'm going on all these other shows, these other podcasts and stuff, and I'm writing the newsletters. I'm doing all this shit. You guys get enough of me. And sometimes I feel like if I'm not putting out something regularly, if I'm not putting something out great, that I'm somehow failing you. But something I've had to tell myself is that, you know, when I haven't done something or when I haven't done something great or when I've just needed a break, you've all been major supporters. And what I really do love is when I get emails. Uh, some of you emailed me back in June when I announced that I was leaving Virginia permanently. And uh, I got some really touching emails. And I don't read those on the show. I don't think I want to necessarily because I just want to keep those for myself. It's not something for me to just share to the world. Um, others of you message me on 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 Facebook and on Instagram, and I'm sorry if I don't always get back immediately. But you know, I, I really do love knowing that you guys are benefiting from the show, and I, I just like talking about it because, in many ways, um, it, it's one of the few things that makes me feel connected with people. And my thing has always been: if you're going to give me time out of your day, I want you to be informed. I want you to be entertained. And ultimately, um, you know, I, I just want to reemphasize, like, what is on the run as a show? 
we've talked about we talk about so much shit. We cover so many different things. The show often doesn't have a very linear format. But really the on the run lifestyle, the on the run mindset is being on the run from the things that are making you unhappy. It's it's on the run from the things that are trying to restrict your choices. And ultimately, what I want to do is I want to live a freer life. I want other people to live a freer life. I want them to be happy by their own standards and not standards that somebody else puts on them. And I want us to share laughs and I want us to share opportunities and knowledge together. And, you know, that... This tribe that we've created, I don't care if millions of people never know me. I'd rather have hundreds of people or even just, you know, less than that who really get me and whose lives I'm positively impacting. Because I know you're positively impacting mine. You are, and I hope I'm doing the same to you. And we we need to remember that. We we need to just be happy for those moments where we can go to a state fair and eat a chicken in the chicken in a waffle on a stick and, and go go to you know crazy quirky things and you know maybe that's my thing and that's not yours that's perfectly fine that's why we talk about stuff you know so much um, in, in terms of you know like finding what is your level of happiness or finding ways to give yourself more options through developing cash flow and new skills and new ideas and going to new places and thinking of new things. Um, my life over the past year, going from the Washington Times to Parler to unemployment to Virginia to losing a ton of money and making a ton of money and moving here and having this job where now I'm doing all these things. Uh, I mean, I haven't even brought up the witching hour, the, the TV series I do with my brother, which is in its final season. New episode dropped last week. I haven't even talked about that much. And, uh, you know, while all that was filmed earlier in uh in 2020 and uh during january 2021 like you know filming a tv show is a bitch and a half people were were like oh you know the the series is coming to an end are you sad about it i'm like man you know how much this frees me up to do other stuff (laughs) sometimes you just need to bookend something sometimes the the book needs to have an end even though the adventure is still going on i i don't know what uh, ryan and i are doing next but our journey into the the paranormal and you know traveling to weird and spooky places isn't over by far but uh with with all that said i mean um thank you for giving me the opportunity to be part of your week uh to be part of your family somebody told me that he listens to a second print comics with his kid and that's their form of bonding and i think that's beautiful so if you tell me that you listen to on the run while you're at work that when you've been bored at home and you watch through all of Netflix, you turn you tuned into the Witching Hour, and uh, you know for for those of you that have benefited through my newsletter, through all these other things I do, um, you know I, I just I don't take any of it for granted. All all of it is through kindness of of strangers and people who went from strangers to friends who who now feel like family for me, and um, you know I'm. I'm I'm traveling a lot. I don't want you guys to feel like I'm ignoring anyone or anything like that. But really, uh, I think despite all the shit in the world, the -the on-the-run community that we have established here is strong and it's awesome. And I always am so incredibly appreciative. So I'm going to go ahead 
and pour out this bottle of wine before I end up just drinking it all. I am tired as shit, and I need to wake up to go to work tomorrow for another fantastic week of making the world just a tiny bit better in the way I can. So thank you. As always, follow me across social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, at HeyRebso. Sign up for my newsletter, rebso.substack.com. And please, second book comics, free exchange, all my other stuff. You guys know how to reach me. Please, if you appreciate this show, share share an episode with a friend. Consider a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. And I look forward to coming back to you with more stuff to come.